If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You know, that's because I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. With that in mind, I have an opening for life purpose coaching. And um, if you're interested in life purpose coaching, you can email me and send it to my personal email, Brian Reinbold. 2014 at gmail.com. You know, for so long, I've, I've had the, uh, the quote, don't ask what the world needs. Instead, ask what makes me come alive. And then go do that. And I really believe that when we do that, when we do what makes us come alive, we attract everything that we need. The world will tell us that's what we wanted from you. Don't ask what the world needs. Instead, ask, what makes me come alive? Then go do that. You'll find that's what the world wanted from you after all. And that's what we do with that life purpose coaching. The idea that um, you're really good at things. And there are things that you really love to do. For me, that's telling stories. So telling stories is what makes me come alive. I always recommend that to other people. Sometimes the teacher needs to, yeah, when the, um, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And um, my friend Daniel, he, he said uh, he, had, uh, he had someone tell him, read your own damn book. And I thought... You know, that's uh, that, that, that idea, that, uh, that, that advice from Howard Thurman from 100 years ago, don't ask what the world needs, ask what makes me come alive, then go do that. I've been telling people that for 30 years. And uh, a year or so ago, I thought, you know what, that's probably not a bad idea. I could, I could do some of that myself. So what, how do you begin, how do you uh, determine your life's purpose or, or a purpose for anything? I suppose it doesn't have to be so, so in-depth as to be your life's purpose. It could be, you know, today's purpose. Um, do you ever wonder what that purpose is? Well, let me ask you this. Do you, do you see people who are passionate, who are just so passionate about what they're doing? They have such an energy to them. They're living their purpose. That passion comes from living our purpose. Passion ensues. It's like laughter. Laughter ensues. You tell a joke, laughter ensues. So what makes you come alive? Well, that's the things that are what you're really great at and what you love to do. I think when those two things intersect, that's what makes you come alive. Um, one, of the, one of the things that, uh, that you can do uh, before you ever get started, or if you just do this, it may be enough for you to find your purpose in your own way. What are your gifts? 
What are your true gifts? What are your, your greatest, most favorite talents? What are the things that people see you doing that are joyful and effortless? What are the things that you do where you are fearless, joyful, effortless, fearless? Those things are the gifts that you have. And I always think that um, if you follow those, those th- if you do those things, if you do uh, those things with those gifts, you cannot fail. You cannot fail because the happiness is in the journey. You know, the, the old saying, I don't remember who said it, but I got it from Earl Nightingale. The road is better than the inn. And what that always meant to me is, is have fun along the way. Enjoy the trip. Um, something that's, that's occurred to me is don't be, uh, don't be afraid. Be fearless about taking those side trips. Figure out um, uh, what's, what part of the adventure um, is there in that, um, in that uh, little side stream on a, on a canoe expedition, for example. So what makes you come alive? Ask about what, what, are, what are my gifts? What, what is it that I am um, joyful? What do people see me doing effortlessly? And um, where am I fearless? There's a story that, well, let me, let me just preface this story with a question. Do you ever find yourself beating yourself up for not getting things done? I sure do. Well, I had this to do, this to do, that to do. I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And I get to the end of the week sometimes, the end of the month, the end of the year, and I realized, you know, I didn't, I didn't do uh, any of those important things that I had decided to do. Well, a while back, I decided, well, what was it that I did do? So this is another step that we take. So how, are you, how are you using your time? Well, I did some things for physical wellness, did some things for spiritual wellness. I did some things to learn. I did some things that inspired others. I have the, the wellness wheel, you know, which has the, uh, the seven ways to be well and uh, a color associated with each one. So that green is your work. You know, if you want to do better at one thing, do better at, at, at any of it. Doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Well, it reminded me of um, the story when when I, was, uh, when I was still a youngster, my, my dad was a teacher at the college in Valley City, North Dakota. And one time he gave his geography final. One of the students, the guy wound up uh, getting to know pretty well. He took the test and he turned it over. And on the back of the test, he wrote, Mr. Reinbold, I don't know the answers to any of the questions on your test, but this is what I did learn in your class this quarter. And he wrote the things that he learned, the things that made a difference for him, the things that he would take with him and remember. And uh, dad said, I gave him a B. And I thought that was really creative teaching. 
and a wonderful acknowledgement that maybe what we want to teach isn't necessarily what needs to be learned. So going to break, and um, while we're on break, uh, I encourage you to take a look at our newest sponsor, earthself.org, earthself.org. You can find um, on braveheartsradio.org website as well. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because it's your parade. I just help to make sure that you're in it. And that reminds me, I'm, one of um, my favorite roles working with people is uh, what I call the wingman role. And um, for every presentation, there is uh, the point, the presentator, the pre- presentator, pres- the presenter. And uh, at that point, that's, uh, that's you, uh, if, it's, uh, if it's your show. There's also... Um, I recommend, and many people do, recommend someone to handle the technology um, on, um, on uh, online presentations. The uh, technology will often involve um, a, a Zoom call or um, uh, some other form of, um, of uh, re- re- uh, Microsoft Meetings or Google or um, Riverside FM or StreamYard or what, whatever the format is that you're using for your meeting, um, for your technology, having someone that uh, that is an expert in that is is a real blessing. That's a that's a great um, that's a great uh, person to have involved. 
my my role is the uh, the I call it the wingman, and in a in a Zoom meeting, uh, that might be someone who monitors chat and keeps track of things and uh, responds to people, uh, finds things to um, uh, to put up on uh, on on the board and so forth. But uh, I, I really enjoy that because it you know I help elevate and make the people that I work with better uh, better at what they do and. Um, and so I, I think of that as the wingman role. Love it. And uh, if you'd like to be in touch with me about that, you can do that too. I also have an opening right now for life purpose coaching. And uh, with life purpose coaching, I, um, I, I, I love the question or the, uh, the statement, don't ask what the world needs. Instead, ask what makes me come alive and then go do that. And I believe that you'll find that's what the world needs. That's what the world wants from you. That's what the world wants from any of us is the uh, coming alive, doing what we're best at, doing what we're great at, doing what we love to do. And um, I've often used the example of that is that, you know, if everyone did that, man, we just, we wouldn't need armies. We would hardly need a police force. Um, so um, when uh, I hope you had a chance to check out earth self, dot org uh earthself.org one of the new uh sponsors of uh or the newest sponsor for brave hearts radio you can also find uh find out all about earthself.org and the tree of transformation program that's starting soon uh limited enrollment so check that out and uh and um, um you know, see if that's something that uh, that works for you um that you can find that too on uh braveheartsradio.org so life purpose coaching. Wow. What, uh, what is, uh, what is the, uh, the difference between things we want to do and things we should do? And, uh, I, I often find that, um, things that we want to do, we, um, we don't need a to-do list, man. We just get up and just get up and roll with that, you know? Um, things we should do that those are often procrastinated. Um, I should do this. I should, I know I should do this. And what I have found is that the things that we want to do are the, are, uh, are tend to be, uh, related to our purpose. Whereas things we should do are often related to someone else's purpose. That doesn't mean that, 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 that we shouldn't do that. But um, I, I really believe do what you do best and outsource the rest. If you have a chance to um, have someone do that, uh, that thing that you should do, uh, get, get a wingman for that. You know, have someone do that, 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 that in fact loves to do that and is great at that, where, where they can uh, live their purpose. And, uh, and, and elevate you to living yours in, in, at the same time. Um, what a, what a, uh, an opportunity for, for growth that is, I think. So um, things we should do versus things we want to do. And it's, it's always been a struggle of mine to think, well, yeah, how do you turn things from, uh, from I should do that into I want to do that? And I don't know that it's so much a matter of turning something from a should do into a want to do as it is the, um, 
the idea that um, discipline uh, discipline is the idea of um, doing what we want most ahead of what we want now. And um, got, uh, there's Marcellus Wiley, I think, on a, on a uh, podcast uh, recently. That's where I got that idea. I thought, thank you, Marcellus. That is some good stuff. Discipline is doing what we want most ahead of what we want now. So sometimes those are should do's. But when you think about it, you know, the things that we want most, the things we, that, that have a long range effect on us, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go to class um, because what I want most is to learn from the class. Uh, what I want to do now is sleep in. Um, that's a, a, an easy recollection for me. Um, I, you know, I often refer to my dad. I, you know, talked to my talked about uh, the uh, the story about I gave him a B in the last segment. And when I would go out as a young man, he would uh, he wouldn't say, well, "Not a young man." I was still you know still a boy, seventeen, sixteen, fifteen. You know, in high school and going out and and um, going out with my friends. And dad wouldn't say, "Stay out of trouble." What he said was use good judgment. Now, I always wondered what might have happened, how things might have turned out if I had taken his advice. I never know how long to wait for the laughter to die down after I tell a joke. Uh, somebody recently said, you don't have to wait very long. One of my favorite stories is the story of the uh, invention of the game of chess. I call it the grain of rice story. And the inventor of the game of chess brought it to the king, showed the game to the king, and the king loved it so much. He said, I will, I will pay you whatever you ask uh, for, the, for this game. And uh, the inventor said, give me a grain of rice for the first square on the board and two for the second and four for the third square and, and then double it for each square as you cross the board. The king looked at her and he said, how can you insult me like this? I've offered you any price you could ask and you ask for so little. The king's advisor tapped the king on the shoulder and said, Sire, by the time she is halfway across the board, she has all the rice in the kingdom. That's the power of compounding. That's the power of incremental effort that always starts with one step. One thing, one grain of rice. I know I get so impatient because it seems like how what a, what a little thing that is uh, to have a tablespoon of rice at the end of the first uh, line on the on the chessboard. To have a two-pound bag of rice at the end of the second line on on the board, uh, but to have a uh, a ship load 
of rice. I'll make sure I pronounce that correctly. A shipload of rice by the time you are halfway across the board. And um, so that's, that's, a, that's perseverance. Now, the other story about, about, uh, about perseverance has to do with my, uh, my cousin, uh, who's a nun in San Francisco, California. One day she was, she was walking through the park she saw a man appeared to be a homeless man sleeping on the bench. She took pity on him. She had only $20 to her name, but she took the $20 and she put it in an envelope. And on the envelope, she wrote a single word, persevere. She tucked it under his coat. Well, the next day she was walking through the park and the man came up to her and he uh, tugged on her sleeve. He said, sister, sister, this is for you. And she was surprised, but she turned around and, and he, uh, he handed her an envelope. And in the envelope were 20, $20 bills. She said, what is this? He said, persevere paid 20 to one. But a bump. For the definitive authority on national days, check out uh, one of uh, our sponsors of the Bravehearts Radio Show, National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com. Um, you can find uh, National Day Calendar at nationaldaycalendar.com, of course, or on the braveheartsradio.org website. Um, We'll have a little bit more to say that because I always have something to say about the national day and the national day calendar when we come in to the, uh, the, the third segment. So stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 seconds. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveheartsForKids.org. That's BraveheartsForKids.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. 
You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because I don't fly the rockets. I just make sure that uh, the trip gets accomplished. Coming into the third segment, I always have something nice to say about the National Day Calendar. NationalDayCalendar.com, one of the great supporters and sponsors of the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And um, you can find uh, the National Day, you know, the, the definitive voice on, uh, on, on national days. Uh, if you're listening to us live, um, August 16th, it's Airborne Day, Roller Coaster Day, Rum Day, and Tell a Joke Day. Hey, hey, hey. I think I'll, uh, think I'll follow up with the uh, Tell a Joke Day part of the National Day. You know, if you're listening to us uh, on the podcast and, uh, you know, you can listen to Bravehearts Radio, braveheartsradio.org, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, and I think 96% of the listeners to the show uh, listen to us by podcast. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, and the technology has just gotten to be so great where, where you, can, you can do that whenever and wherever you are because uh, all of the podcasting apps carry uh, Bravehearts Radio. Um, Bravehartsradio.org, you can find all of the old episodes. We've had almost 100 shows now. And um, um, I think I, I've been on all of them. But um, if you'd also like to go to the National Day Calendar site and take a look at some of the old national days, um, I'm awfully, awfully pleased with the opportunity to provide some voice work for a National Day Calendar uh, particularly June 28th this year through July 4th. You can go back and look, listen to those. See what I have to say about Paul Bunyan Day or Independence Day. Um, starting uh, National Radio Day on August 20th, we're going to be doing some special things with the, um, with the National Day calendar. It's so much fun to do this because um, every, every day there's something that's pretty cool. You know, there's the... Uh, uh, August 11th was Presidential Joke Day, and one of the things I love about the presidential jokes that I that I tell is that you can tell them about whoever you whoever you want. You can tell them on what you know. People, Republicans can tell them about Democrats. Democrats can tell them about Republicans. Um, you know, Independents can tell them about um, Independents or whoever you want to tell them about because you just reinsert the characters into those into those jokes. Um, you know, there's there's a, a joke with the punchline: "Good trade, sir." You know, the the Marine Guard. Uh, good trade, ma'am. You know, uh, or just the. Uh, uh, the the, uh, uh, the the Navajo woman hitchhiking, good trade, and uh, it's the same story. 
It's the, it's the same. And, and that's one of the things I love about telling jokes is I'll tell a joke and somebody say, oh, yeah, I heard that before. But the way I heard it was like this. And I remember my dad used to do that. I'd tell him a joke. He said, yeah, the way I heard that was like this. And I've heard, I've heard that over and over again. Sometimes I'll take a joke that I've used for a long time and I'll, um, I'll, I'll use some, some current event for it. And, um, uh, you know, just uh, something that something that happened that uh, that says, you know, that uh, what I just observed that would that would fit well into that uh, into that uh, that story. You know, okay. So one for presidential joke day is uh, Ronald Reagan used to tell uh, a joke, and if you um, if you're if you're old enough to remember the Soviet Union, um, the, um, the it was a, the the joke was about um, the uh, a worker in the Soviet Union, who got, he got the good news. He, he was going to get a car. Uh, not, not every worker in the Soviet Union was able to get a car. That's for sure. Well, they had some real problems with their economy. And um, so he, 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 he found out he was going to get a car. And they, uh, they said, well, it, it'll be delivered 10 years from today. Oh, okay, he said, uh, morning or afternoon? Morning or afternoon? Uh, <laughs> what difference could it make? It's 10 years from today. Villa said, well, it's important. The plumber is coming in the morning. I don't bump. National Presidential Joke Day. That was um, August 11th. And it's Presidential Joke Day every year. So take advantage of the National Day calendar and check those out for your, you know, find your, find your, uh, find your national, national days. You know, I have one opening right now for life purpose coaching. And um, if, you, uh, if you've ever noticed that, uh, that there are people that, that are just uh, excited about what they do, they're just on fire, they are passionate about their work, I reckon it's because they are living their purpose. We all have some reason for, for being here. We all have some reason for being and some, something that, that just lights us up more than anything else. And when we do that, when we live that purpose, the passion for our work, for our life ensues. It just, it just happens. And uh, it's the, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, one of the greatest joys in my life is to have that aha moment that says, oh my God, I believe that was in here all along. I knew that all along. I, you know, and, and, um, and, 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 and to also help other people find that where they say, oh my God, that's, that's, that I knew that. Um, so the, the idea of life purpose coaching is to, is to help you find that purpose, find that purpose in life. Now, if, if you'd like to, uh, to, to talk about that, um, you can email me and um, I'll just even my personal email, Brian Reinbold 2014 at gmail.com. And if you know what, if you ask, uh, if you just make a note of this, uh, I'll send you um, uh, an MP3 
that's an audio recording. If, um, uh, if, if you're like, like me and slow on the technology, uh, but the MP3 is uh, James Allen's 1909 classic as a man thinketh it's um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a book that in 1909, was kind of a you know it was a normal book you know seventy eight hundred words it's a, what I think of as an airport book it's a book that you could read in uh, in the airport um, or on a flight and um, uh, and I, I really enjoy books like that um, because um, I also enjoy you know reading you know big big novels in particular James Michener in the last few years um, but the um, the, the airport book, the, uh, the As a Man Thinketh. Um, just let me know that you'd like a copy of that. Send me the email, and uh, I'll send you the MP3 of that. It's, uh, it turns out it's 63 minutes of, um, of, of audio. So not, not a big book, not a, not a difficult listen by any means. Um, I've, I've been told my, my voice can be very soothing, so I, I might recommend that you, that you don't listen to it while you're driving. But um, yeah, other than that, uh, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, just send me an email, brianreinbold2014 at gmail.com. And um, you know, if you are interested in the, in the life purpose coaching, uh, I do have an opening for that. National Joke Day. You know, my, my mom... Um, my mom passed away a couple of years ago. Um, she, she would be upset that my kids didn't keep in touch with her. I, I, I asked her, well, do you text them? No, I'm not going to learn that. She would say, well, my, my kids text. And I, and I, I thought if, if, if you want to learn that, I'd encourage them to call her too. And sometimes they did. And sometimes they just stop by and see her. Um, but it wasn't like being able to keep in touch by texting. My oldest son, Matt, if I, uh, if I call him, um, and we do a couple of telephone calls a year, uh, birthday and Father's Day. Uh, so I appreciate that. Um, we you know, spend a couple hours on the phone. But other than that, uh, if I call him, uh, his outgoing voicemail is simply two words. Text me. Um, I, I told him one time, you know, they have a new technology now. It allows you to hear my voice in real time as I'm speaking. He said, you mean like a phone call? I said, yeah. Now, what if the phone call had been invented after texting? Well, in a, in a sense, it had, it, because texting is, is, a, is a heck of a lot like sending a telegram, right? Um, you might have to we'll see an old Western movie to see what a telegram is, but um, you know, there's, there's, there's just you can hear my voice in real time. So we, it, it's just kind of a, a, a joke we had, an ongoing joke that that we have about that. Um, a lot of stories about uh, about my kids and, uh, and and jokes I can tell there. Maybe I'll get into that into the uh, in the. Um, in the final segment here today, um, remember to check out uh, Catalina Retreat Center Peru.com. Uh, if that's too much, you can always just look at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Uh, Daniel Gutierrez and the Catalina Retreat Center in the Sacred Valley of the Incas near Machu Picchu. That's where we're going 
in uh, December this year. BraveheartsRadio.org, BraveheartsAdventures.org. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure that the trip gets accomplished. And it's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. You know, if you go to my LinkedIn page, um, and you can connect with me on LinkedIn. If you go to my LinkedIn page, you'll, uh, uh, you'll get the parade analogy. Uh, we found a, a, a NASA photo of the, uh, the astronauts after returning from the moon and the, uh, the parade that took place in uh, New York City, I think it was September of 1969. Can you imagine the, uh, you know, just the, the, uh, the, the world at that time? You know, I, I remember coming home from uh, climbing trees that day, and uh, my dad said, uh, there were men that landed on the moon. Um, you know, the, the, we, we had a really great tree to climb. So that was, uh, that was more exciting at that time. You know, it reminds me, and that's my, that's my, my tagline, of course, that reminds me. Um, we used to do something we called the called it the first grade trip, you know, with six kids. I thought, eh, I don't know if it's a good idea to try to take everyone to SeaWorld. Um, well, you know, they're 10 years apart. So what we did is we had, uh, we, we would take uh, each, each of the kids on a special trip after they finished first grade. You know, um, Matt went to Washington, D.C., 
Um, everyone else went to San Diego. Uh, my sister lived in San Diego at the time, actually Escondido, um, outside of San Diego. And uh, Escondido is where the wild animal park is. Um, as zoos go, this is about as cool as they get. And um, the wild animal park was, was a favorite destination uh, for the first grade trip. Well, my daughter, Maria, was not able to, uh, we were not able to take her first grade trip after, after the summer after she was in first grade because there were, there were uh, fires in, in Southern California that year. And, and uh, you know, my, my sister in Escondido, they, they had pictures of um, ash falling in their yard. It looked like it was snowing. Um, so we didn't go then. And a couple of years later, um, it was uh, Marcellus uh, t- turn. Um, she had finished first grade, but Maria hadn't had her trip yet. So we thought, why don't we just take it together? So the two girls and I flew out to San Diego. I think I had a meeting of some kind out there too. So we, we flew out to San Diego and uh, would, you know, stayed for a while with, uh, with my sister. The kids got to visit their, their beloved cousins. We went to the ocean. We, we ate fish tacos uh, we went to the Wild Animal Park. Um, we went to SeaWorld twice. And um, after the trip, someone asked Maria, what was the best part? What was the best part of the trip? And I was thinking, oh, my God, how would you decide? Beloved cousins, going to the ocean, fish tacos, SeaWorld, Wild Animal Park. What w-? Maria was asked, what was the best part of the trip? You know what she said? The hotel had a great pool, and um, and it did, <laughs> and we and we had fun. We played in the pool, and uh, you know the uh, my my two young daughters uh, just out of fourth grade, just out of first grade, and uh, and and Papa. You know we were we were uh, uh, we were on the trip, and I realized, wow, you know I I can I really don't have to. Uh, uh, have, have an elaborate trip in mind to, uh, for the kids to have a, have a great time. So that's what, that's what we did is, um, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the hotel had a great pool. What a great learning experience. It's something that, um, it, it, one of my favorite topics is perspective. I call it perspective power. And uh, you've heard me tell the story about the cone and the Mobius, and uh, I, you know I promise there'd be no math here today. But um, the, uh, the well, I guess this is math too. When I turned fifty, the last year was two percent of my life. But to a five-year-old, the last year is twenty percent of their life, and probably about half of what they remember. So to a five-year-old. Christmas two years ago is forever. And for a lot of us, it's, was that two years ago or was it seven? You know, things, things tend to blend and blur into, into our past. So uh, perspective and, and where that came about was the, um, uh, everyone seems to have heard and probably has said, you know, as the years go by, they seem to go by quicker. And, and, and for, for me, that was, uh, that was solved by the last year was 50% or 2% of my life um, to a five-year-old. It's 20% of your life. So that's perspective power. And um, 
<laughs> another, hey, being National Joke Day, why not? Um, I traveled a lot when my kids were small. And, you know, when you, when you, when you stay in a hotel all week, every day, this is the way it used to be anyway, there'd be um, a bar of soap at the sink. There'd be a bar of soap in the bathtub. Uh, there'd be uh, extra shampoos. There, you know, all of the different stuff, uh, individually wrapped cups, you know, fancy stuff like that. And um, all of that stuff. And, and so we, we I, I would bring home, you know, for, from a week on the road, I might bring, bring home a half a dozen little bars of soap. And so for years, for years, we would, uh, we would, uh, we would use those little bars of soap, you know, just um, um, a, a hotel soap. It had, a, it had shoe boxes full of them. And um, Maria was about nine, Marcelo about six. We're over at my parents' place, and they come charging out of the bathroom. Papa, Papa, you have to see the huge bar of soap they have. Perspective power bar of soap the size of a deck of cards they'd never seen anything like that before and another time we were there this is this is fun too because um my parents had an old um, smith corona typewriter click 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 you know the kind of, last time i did a resume it was on a typewriter with keys click 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 click, click like that you know and um they're downstairs playing with this typewriter and they come charging upstairs they papa papa you have to see the keyboard they have. It puts the words right onto the paper. And uh, I thought that was a great example of perspective. Because, uh, you know, my, my first response was, wow, wow, what will they think of next? Um, and then, you know, another time, and I, I don't know where this story came from, but um, um, I, I, I've told it a few times. And, and, um, Maria um, was, um, we, we, were, we were driving somewhere. Um, she was young, but she was sitting in the front seat. I guess it was before the rule that said that you had to um, be 12 to sit in the front seat. Um, anyway, she was, uh, I, I turned on the turn signal, which in North Dakota is kind of a weird thing to do anyway, because everyone knows where you're going anyway. Uh, so um, I turned on the turn signal, optional equipment on many cars in North Dakota, but I, uh, I, I turned that on and it click, 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 or more tink, 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 like, like that. And uh, Maria says, Papa, Papa, what's that noise? I said, that's the turn signal. She said, turn signal? What's it for? I said, well, it's to let the cars that are ahead of us and the cars that are behind us know that we're turning and which way we're turning. She laughed. She said, they can't hear that. And uh, so, yeah, that was, um, that's, that's, that's perspective. And my final story about perspective today is when, uh, when Matt was five, I thought, you know, it's a good time for him to learn a bit about uh, funerals and, and dying um, because I'd been invited to give the eulogy at a, at a funeral in Steele, North Dakota. It's about 40 miles from Bismarck. So I took him along. He's five years old. And um, we got to the church. 
in the vestibule was a magazine rack, tin box on it. I picked up a pamphlet, put a quarter in the tin box. Minister came and told us how the procedure would be, how the, how the service would be. And so we, we did the, the, the service. I gave the eulogy. And afterwards, the minister said, you know, because we came from out of town, it was their, uh, their church's uh, tradition to help defray our travel expenses. So we, uh, we went back to the vestibule and uh, the minister took the uh, tin box off the magazine rack and opened it up and poured the contents into my hands and outrolled a single quarter. This caused my five-year-old son to remark, you know, Papa, if you had put more into it, you'd have gotten more out of it. I'll leave you with that thought today. Uh, if you put more into it, you'll get more out of it. Remember that I have one opening for life purpose coaching. Um, we have the um, retreat coming up at uh, Catalina in the Sacred Valley of the Incas near Machu Picchu. Um, we have a new sponsor. We're in earthself.org and our friend Tabitha Jane. Um, and of course, we have the National Day calendar, as always, uh, great supporters of the Brave Hearts for Kids pediatric cancer charity. Um, go to braveheartsforkids.org too and, and, and do what you can to help the kids. Um, it's a great organization. Um, we don't do research there. Um, we help families that need help now. And um, man, that's a, it's a, it's a very uh, important thing right now. And um, do what you can. We really appreciate it. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 